Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the practical world of negotiation with Getting to Yes, a guide hailed as the benchmark for conducting successful negotiations. Written by a trio of experts, Roger Fisher, William Urey, and Bruce Patton. Getting to Yes unveils a structured, universally applicable method for reaching mutually beneficial agreements. The method, built on the principle of principled negotiation, steers clear of the pitfalls of positional bargaining and instead emphasizes the importance of separating the people from the problem, focusing on interests rather than positions, generating a variety of possibilities before making a decision and insisting on objective criteria. Whether you are negotiating at work, resolving domestic disputes, or engaged in more complex peacekeeping activities, this book offers tools and techniques that aim to resolve conflicts and produce win-win solutions. Roger Fisher, a former Harvard Law School professor, along with his co-authors, William Urey, an anthropologist and global peace negotiator, and Bruce Patton, a Harvard lecturer and co-founder of the consultancy firm Vantage Partners, draws on their extensive experience and research at the Harvard Negotiation Project to provide insights that empower anyone to become a better negotiator. Getting to yes is more than just a how-to guide. It is an invaluable resource for those seeking to develop negotiation skills that will be beneficial in all aspects of life. It's an essential read, not only for professionals, but for anyone who wants to learn effective strategies to navigate and resolve disputes. Join us in unraveling these tried and true negotiation strategies and take a step forward in mastering the art of reaching agreement. Getting to Yes. Negotiating an agreement without giving in. Introduction. Mastering the Art of Effective Negotiation. Welcome to a world where the art of conversation isn't just about small talk at a dinner party. It's about the fundamental skill of negotiation that plays an integral role in every facet of your life. Gone are the days when a solitary figure at the top called the shots, sealing the fates of many without a single consultative whisper. In today's dynamic society, The ability to negotiate has never been more critical. Imagine the transformation from an era where the wise father model once prevailed in households and organizational charts in workplaces could almost be confused with pyramids. In such times, voices were scarce and a top-down directive was the norm. But as the winds of change blew, disrupting traditional hierarchies, a new environment emerged, one that values the collective minds and embraces the dialogue. Now, the power lies in the conversations we stimulate, the arguments we present, and the consensus we build. Politicians keenly engage with their electorate, companies adopt open-door policies inviting feedback, and families foster a culture of mutual respect, even among its youngest members. Long gone are the days when a parent's admonitions were undisputed. Today's interconnected world empowers every voice, even that of an inquisitive child armed with an internet connection. Indeed, negotiation is the common thread weaving through the vast tapestry of human interaction, stitching together personal, professional, and international relations alike. 
From choosing a film with friends to complex diplomatic discussions, the essence of reaching an understanding is fundamentally the same. Arm yourself with the right strategies. Familiarize yourself with the techniques and train your mind to recognize the patterns within negotiations. With such knowledge in your arsenal, you'll unlock the potential to dramatically improve the outcomes, not only in structured environments like boardrooms, but in the everyday decisions that shape the narrative of your life. Mastering negotiation is not a luxury. It's an indispensable part of navigating our interactive world, where each conversation holds the potential of a negotiation waiting to unfold. Part 1. Rethink your battle strategy. Opt for resolution over conflict. Imagine a battlefield that isn't lined with soldiers and artillery, but rather with negotiators entrenched in their rigid stances, each vying for victory or bracing against defeat. This is the picture of trench warfare in the negotiating world, a scenario where positions are fortified more than they are understood, often leading to an enduring and exhaustive deadlock. In these circumstances, the engagement isn't about identifying a solution collaboratively. It's about fighting not to lose, which can hardly be called a triumph. Neither side truly emerges victorious from such confrontations. Picture two adversaries, each guarding their own towering walls of demands, neither willing to dismantle them brick by brick to find the middle ground. They expect a battle of attrition, one where the louder voice might prevail, or where the outcome is a diluted compromise that satisfies no one fully. This clash is not only wasteful in terms of time and resources, but also carries the potential to leave indelible scars on relationships. Consider the chilling statement that pits fiscal gains against the warmth of partnership. If that 2% discount means more to you than our collective future, perhaps our paths should diverge. Such is the nature of trench warfare in negotiation. It's a mindset fixated on the fallacy, a mindset that a pyrrhic victory can be considered a success. But in truth, these strategies often yield results pockmarked by inefficiency and strain. Steering clear of this adversarial approach is paramount. Instead, we must adopt the mantle of collaborative problem solvers striving to extract mutual benefits rather than hoisting a flag of solitary triumph. By abandoning the trenches for a table of dialogue, we trade the high cost of rigid conflict for the richness of cooperative gain. Rethink your battle strategy. Opt for resolution over relentless strife, because the only real victory in negotiation is one where all walk away enriched, not embittered. Part 2. Remember, negotiation is a human experience. You might be tempted to treat negotiation as a strategic game, a battle of wits centered on who can craft the most convincing argument or present the most compelling facts. However, to view negotiation simply as an exercise in logic is to miss the forest for the trees. Behind every exchange of proposals and counterproposals, there are people each threading their own personal tapestry of beliefs, emotions, and experiences into the conversation. These human elements transform the negotiation landscape into a territory where multiple realities converge. Every participant wields their unique perspective, filtering the world through their individual lens, and as a result, 
what's evident to one might be obscured to another. It's like two travellers observing the same landmark from different vantage points, each describing a distinct scene unaware that they're looking at the same edifice. In the heat of negotiation, this blend of personal viewpoints can act as a double-edged sword. On one side, it enriches the dialogue with diversity. On the other, it poses a risk of misinterpretation, causing participants to unwittingly talk past each other. Add to this the unpredictability of human reactions under duress. A calm discussion can escalate as stress turns one negotiator aggressive, eliciting a defensive response from the other, thereby veering the negotiation off course. Acknowledging the dual nature of negotiation is crucial, the factual dimension intertwined with the emotional spectrum. While it is impractical to sever these strands, recognizing their interplay allows you to navigate the negotiation with a broader awareness. Therefore, engage with the whole person across from you, not merely the arguments they present. Lend an ear to the unsaid. Tune into emotions such as frustration or apprehension and respond with empathy. In doing so, barriers are lowered and a path to understanding is paved. When we remember that negotiation is at its heart a human dance, we approach it differently. We become more mindful, balancing the scales of logic and empathy, as we remember that we are, ultimately, negotiating with people. Part 3. Collaborate to Conquer. The Shared Journey of Problem Solving. Envision negotiations not as a gladiatorial clash with a rival, but rather as a joint expedition towards a shared destination a lasting resolution. The most effective negotiators understand that the true adversary is the issue at stake, not the person across the table. It's the art of depersonalizing the conflict and humanizing the conversation. When you enter the negotiation arena, think of it as an opportunity to collaborate. Treat the space between you not as a battleground, but as a laboratory where ideas can be dissected and examined without prejudice. It is quintessential to distinguish the problems from the persons discussing them. By doing so, you elevate the conversation to the plane of objectivity, where facts reign over fallacies. This principle becomes the bedrock for successful negotiations when both parties shift their perspectives, acknowledging that they are not combatants but co-pilots, charting a course through a common storm. It's about substituting confrontation with cooperation, pursuing a win-win scenario rather than a zero-sum game. A simple yet profound act, such as sitting on the same side of the table, can symbolically and practically align you and the other party. With this shift, the issue is no longer a volleyed grenade but a puzzle laid out before you, waiting to be solved collaboratively. The language used during this process is the thread that either weaves harmony or discord. Choose your words thoughtfully, opt for neutrality over accusation, and prioritize clarity over condescension. Remember, an attack, even one veiled as a critique, can push the other person into a defensive stance, obscuring facts with the haze of emotion. Consider the separated couple who must navigate the rough waters of their shared past to focus on their children's futures. It's in these scenarios that the true essence of negotiation emerges. It's less about assigning blame and more about designing a way forward that respects the well-being of everyone involved. 
As you face the intricate dynamics of negotiation, embrace the ethos of collective problem solving. Fight the problem, not the person. It is this spirit that transforms adversaries into allies on the quest for mutually beneficial outcomes. Part 4. Unearth Interests to Unearth Solutions Imagine standing at a crossroads in a negotiation, with each path representing a seemingly conflicting position. One party pulls toward the sea, another towards the mountains. At first glance, the directions appear irreconcilable, but this is where the journey of true negotiation begins, not with a standoff, but with a dive beneath the surface to uncover the hidden layers of interests behind these stances, like an archaeologist brushing away sand to reveal ancient relics. Digging into the underlying interests can often lead to surprising breakthroughs that don't necessarily require painful sacrifices. For the couple debating between the sea breeze and the alpine air, a mountain lake could provide the perfect synthesis of their individual desires to swim and rock climb. In most negotiations, positions are icebergs, with only the tip visible and a bulk of interests submerged beneath. It's imperative to map out the vast and varied territory of these interests by asking pointed questions. When you seek to understand rather than to simply counter-argue, the discussion moves from adversarial to exploratory. The most powerful currents guiding these interests are often fundamental human needs, the desires for recognition, control, security, or a sense of belonging. To navigate successfully, you must not only pay attention to the overt signals, but also tune into the silent sonar of underlying motivations. Why is this important to you? Is not just a question, but a key that can unlock new realms of possibility in negotiation. Expressing your own interests with transparency also builds bridges. By laying your cards on the table, you invite the other party to do the same. Elevating the conversation from a war of wants to a fusion of understandings. It is in this spirit that you should approach every negotiation, prepared to explore every individual interest as if it were a clue in a treasure hunt. The true bounty lies not simply in coming to an agreement, but in crafting a solution that resonates with all involved. Venture beyond the obvious, dive deep into the ocean of interests, and emerge with pearls of consensus. Before you search for solutions, Invest time in comprehending the underlying interests. That is where the pathway to genuine resolution awaits. Part 5. Crafting the canvas before painting the details. Picture a negotiation not as a narrow path with a single destination, but a vast landscape of possibilities, each waiting to be discovered. Often, negotiators enter the dialogue with a specific vision in mind, equipped with proposals that mirror their singular viewpoint. However, presenting such pre-packaged solutions can be akin to forcing a square peg into a round hole. They are constructed from one perspective, neglecting the multifaceted reality of mutual agreement. Think of a negotiation as a piece of art that's yet to take shape. Before applying color to the canvas, explore the breadth of what could be. Entering the conversation with openness to a spectrum of possibilities not only enriches the discussions, but also paves the way for an outcome that isn't just acceptable, but embraced by all parties involved. Take the question of predicting a Nobel Prize winner. Hardly would one leap to a singular name without considering the potential nominees. 
Such is the case with negotiation. First, sketch a generous list of options, each representing a different hypothetical but plausible resolution. Only then do you begin to shade in the details, deciding which fits the picture best. It's useful to think of negotiation as a two-phase creative process. The initial phase is for mapping out these various strategies without commitment, much like a brainstorming session where even the most unconventional ideas are considered with equal regard. Questions that evoke the broad spectrum of perspectives, from the liberal to the conservative, can not only break the ice but also unveil fresh angles. Once this expansive menu of solutions rests on the table, the second phase can commence. Now negotiators can assess which options are palatable for both sides, gradually refining and eliminating until a resolution is polished and ready to be chosen. By taking the time to outline a diverse range of strategies before locking into a final decision, negotiators set the stage for a solution that isn't simply settled upon, but is collaboratively crafted. Craft the canvas with care and consideration. That's the secret to painting a successful solution in the world of negotiation. Part 6. Anchor your decisions in objectivity. While the temptation might be strong to arrive at the negotiating table with a verdict neatly packaged and ready to present, resist the urge. Offering up a polished solution without prior consultation is a one-way ticket to a standstill. Your counterpart is likely to recoil into a defensive posture or launch an offensive rebuttal, neither of which moves you closer to common ground. The path to prudent decision-making in negotiations is found in laying a foundation built on objective criteria. These are the bedrocks immune to the sway of personal bias and interpretation. Clear, measurable, and impersonal benchmarks against which decisions can be weighed. Consider the task of determining a home's fair market value. Rather than deferring to the subjective wishes of buyer or seller, look toward concrete measures, average pricing per square meter, the state of the property, and the going rates for comparable neighborhood dwellings. These quantifiable facts speak a universal language, allowing a transparent appraisal of fairness. Open dialogue about the criteria that both parties consider when judging a solution's merit is vital. While the standards may not be identical, they ought to be mutually intelligible and rooted in objectivity. Challenges to these benchmarks should always be welcome. If a partner drops an ultimatum or a final number on the table, ask them to unveil the reasoning behind the curtain. More often than not, this inquiry reveals whether solid ground or quicksand supports their stance. Of course, not every negotiation comes equipped with a stockpile of precedents or universally recognized metrics to rely upon. In such cases, it's imperative to ensure that if objective criteria are sparse, the decision-making process itself is equitable, a principle as simple as one learned in the sandboxes of youth, the method of I cut, you choose, transcends its simplistic origin to embody a profound truth of fairness. When two parties must divvy up an asset, granting one the knife and the other the choice, inspires a level of equity both profound and primal. At the negotiation's core, the commitment to objectivity, whether in the criteria or the process, guides you toward resolutions that not only satisfy but are grounded in fairness. Always anchor your choices in the solid terrain of objectivity. Part 7. Enter negotiations armed with knowledge. 
Stepping into a negotiation without the armor of preparation is akin to setting sail in uncharted waters without a compass. It's a journey likely to be rife with avoidable pitfalls and missed opportunities. To navigate these strategic channels successfully, equip yourself with the vital assets of knowledge and insight. Gathering intelligence is more than a preliminary exercise. It is an indispensable part of your strategic toolkit. Delve deep into the specifics of your subject, leaving no stone unturned. Analyze the data at hand with keen attention, for the devil is often in the details. Understanding your negotiation partner extends beyond familiarizing yourself with their name and title. Immerse yourself in the fabric of their world, the motivations igniting their ambition, the objectives guiding their compass, and the potential pressures exerting influence from the shadows. Recognize that their decisions may be influenced by external elements such as superiors, partners, or underlying commitments. Ignorance is the greatest adversary in the art of negotiation. It leads parties to rely on assumptions, to build their strategies on shaky ground marred with speculation, and to be swayed by emotional undercurrents rather than fact-driven discourse. It's not all about what you know. It's also about how you stage the negotiation. The backdrop is as important as the script. Consider all logistic aspects with as much gravity as the proposal itself. The timing, location, medium, and the dynamics of the discussion are dimensions that could tilt the scales. Assess whether deadlines will act as catalysts for decision-making or construct barriers of resistance. Preparation is a multifaceted endeavor that spans from the concrete details of the negotiation subject to the intricate choreography of the negotiation dance itself. By dedicating the time to thoroughly prepare, you transform the negotiation space from a potentially adversarial battlefield into a fertile ground for productive, mutually satisfying dialogue. To barter effectively, you must board the negotiation table fully armed with the arsenal of exhaustive preparation. Part 8. Cultivating constructive communication is key. At the core of every negotiation lies a fundamental principle. The heartbeat of the process is communication. Many disputes could be nipped in the bud if dialogue were clear, consistent, and comprehensive. Misinterpretations and incomplete information are often the sparks that ignite conflict. But through vigilant and effective communication, these can be extinguished before they blaze out of control. When faced with an impending conflict, adopt a posture that promotes positivity and a relentless pursuit of solutions. Maintain the momentum of discussion. Avoid the temptation to dig heels into the ground over contentious points. Active listening is your primary tool. Embrace what the other party is conveying, stripping away your own biases and assumptions to grasp the true essence of their words. An effective practice is to mirror back what you've interpreted. What I'm hearing is that you feel... Is that accurate? This gesture not only demonstrates attentiveness, but also provides an immediate checkpoint for mutual understanding. Once clarity about the other's stance is established, articulate your own interest with precision. Steer clear of focusing on perceived errors in the other party's arguments. Instead, shine a light on your own aspirations and rationale. Emotions can run high in negotiations. And while you should strive to maintain an even keel, 
allow room for the other person to express their feelings. When these moments arise, validate their emotions and offer your own perspective gently. I understand your frustration, and I too felt let down when... Your ultimate objective is to keep the discourse anchored to the tangible, to the facts that provide the scaffolding for any successful negotiation. Silence marks the cessation of progress, the potential death knell of the dialogue. Negotiation is intrinsically tied to communication, to listen with intent and converse with focus on the factual. Keep this front and center and watch the flow of negotiation steer towards resolution. Part 9. The Unpredictable Nature of Negotiation Success Imagine possessing a set of top-notch negotiation tools. Expertise in openness, a flawless structure, adherence to objective criteria, and the pursuit of a jointly beneficial resolution. While these instruments can significantly enhance the chances of a fruitful negotiation, they come with no ironclad promise of success. The reality is that the outcome remains influenced by elements beyond your control. While you can advocate for a fair and rational approach, there is no magic incantation that can compel the other party to abandon their entrenched positions or unrealistic expectations. Begin by setting the stage appropriately. Delineate the issue at hand and the anticipated process. Establish the rules of engagement, agreeing on how the negotiation will unfold and how decisions will be made. This mutual understanding can serve as a compass guiding the interaction. However, should your negotiation partner resist this framework or resort to manipulative tactics, such as the well-worn ploy of good cop, bad cop, or the evasion of my hands are tied by my boss, confront the discrepancies with candor. Emphasize your commitment to an equitable discourse grounded in the understanding of needs and objective criteria. The outcome can also pivot on the distribution of power. Whether you're broaching delicate topics such as salary discussions with a superior, you can strive to illuminate the mutual advantages of an equitable dialogue. Nonetheless, the final stride towards resolution might be one-legged, depending on the influencer's prerogative. And it is essential to appreciate that while many aspects of life are open to negotiation, certain territories are steadfastly non-negotiable. Even the most adept could not negotiate a price tag for the White House. In the grand theatre of negotiation, success is a multifaceted affair, always strived for but never guaranteed. The best tools sharpen your edge but cannot always carve the path to victory. Final Summary In a complex world where collaborative decision-making is the norm, the importance of sharpening your negotiation skills cannot be overstressed. The book Getting to Yes unearths the fundamental strategies needed to engage in successful and constructive negotiations, whether it's in your personal life or the professional arena. The richness of negotiation lies in understanding the multiple layers of human interaction. To navigate these waters effectively, it's imperative to keep in mind that every negotiation involves people with unique emotions and perspectives. Strive to address the issue, not the person. Creating an environment where both parties consider one another as partners rather than adversaries. This approach lays the groundwork for creative problem solving 
and opens up avenues for understanding each other's underlying interests, which are often the keys to unlocking resolutions. Arming yourself with an array of options and branching out from rigid positions allows room for innovative solutions that satisfy both sides. Base your decisions on objective, universally accepted criteria and stand firm against pressure or manipulation. Seek a foundation of fairness, an essential element in any successful negotiation. Preparation is non-negotiable. It sets the tone for every encounter, ensuring that you walk into each negotiation with confidence and clarity. Remember, negotiation is an exercise in communication. Listen intently, speak factually, and maintain a steady flow of dialogue to avoid deadlocks. However, be aware that even the most finely tuned skills and strategies can't guarantee victory every time. Negotiation sometimes involves uncontrollable elements and power dynamics, but approaching each opportunity with the right tools and mindset maximizes your chance for favorable outcomes. In summary, embrace negotiation not as a battlefield, but as a fertile soil for joint exploration where conflicts can give way to consensus. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.